Welcome to the NPE Secrets to Their Success podcast, where we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. I'm Sean Greeley. I'm joined by my co-host, Rick Isaac. Rick, how are we doing today? Absolutely fantastic, Sean, and I can't wait to get into this interview. It's an absolute cracker. It is. We're pumped to be back on the podcast. We've got some phenomenal interviews and shows lined up uh, of the next several weeks, and we're just sharing real stories of exactly what's happening with some of our clients around the world, how they're rebuilding their businesses post-COVID and coming back with unbelievable results, really best months ever, best business model than ever post-COVID, which is which is fantastic. And there's a lot for you to capture out of this interview. Uh, we're going to get into today. You've interviewed Tim Frey, one of our longtime uh, NP Pro Mastermind members. He's owner of Helix Gym in Perth. He's in Western Australia, a little pocket of Australia. It's like the LA of Australia for you those in the US that are listening or Canada. Uh, they run a predominantly SNC gym. Uh, we've known Tim for some time. He was actually a, a past years, a rookie of the year for us in other programs, left for a couple of years, uh, kind of, you know, had to regroup a little bit, lost his way, came back, started working with us at the first of the year. And uh, in the first three months of 2020, went from doing 4,000 a week. In, in Australia, we do predominantly weekly billing, uh, unlike other parts where we do monthly billing. So 4,000 weeks, that's like 12K a month, right? Or 16K a month, sorry, uh, to 12K a week, which is 48K a month. Uh, and then like, Many people, COVID just punched in the face, uh, had to close down for several months, uh, reopened, unit economics weren't going to work in the business model anymore, had to make massive pivots going from a group training model, more of a CrossFit type uh, high volume class to being a semi-private higher price model. And this was, uh, you know, a massive pivot in his model, massive raven raise in rates, change of the business. Uh, and one of the things that's incredible about Tim is he you know, he's not as scared just to go for it. Um, and when his back is up against the wall, uh, he knows how to turn on and perform. And he probably the, I would never advise this for any client, <laughs> but uh, Tim had to, he decided on like a Thursday to implement these changes like Monday uh, and made massive shift. It was chaotic, difficult, challenging, uh, but he worked through that. Uh, he, you know, as we say at NP or NP success principle, have courage, practice faith. He worked through it and he's come out the other side with, the best business he's ever had. Uh, just unbelievable results. Yeah, it's been, been incredible. One of the things you mentioned there, Sean, which I think is so critical, he knew his model wasn't working. And even though he'd grown really successfully, he was dealing with so many challenges because he had such huge client numbers that it was creating a lot of stress and, and churn in the business. Um, so having to make that decision at a really scary time, right, just coming through COVID when a lot of people were telling him, no, don't do it, just keep on the steady path and play it safe. Well, Tim's never been one to play it safe. And as you said, maybe he got a little bit quicker than, than he could have, but better than not taking any action at all, which is where so many people get stuck thinking that needs to be perfect before they can run it out. Tim just knew it wasn't right, knew he had to make the change and, you know, made the brave decision and took action. Absolutely. And Tim is, you know, one of the things I love about Tim, he, he's got a little bit of America in him. Uh, he spent a few years in Arizona uh, as a SNC coach at the university. And, you know, he just brings some great energy to all that he does in his community and clients. So you're going to hear some great stuff in this interview. Uh, make sure to take notes and let's dive into your interview with Tim Frey. Hi, this is Sean Greeley and welcome to the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success Podcast, where industry leaders share their secrets, strategies, and step-by-step -step systems to turn your fitness passion into a highly profitable business. Now, after you've listened to the show, 
head on over to npefitness.com slash podcast to download the show notes and get access to our free e-course on how you can start and grow a profitable fitness business. You'll see how over 45,000 fitness entrepreneurs have created more profit, revenue, and happiness with their business and get instant access to our three most popular fitness business building guides. The training is 100% free and you can access it now at npefitness.com slash podcast. Now let's get on to the show. Well, hi everyone and welcome to another NPE interview I have with me today. The one and only Mr. Tim Frey. Great to have you on the call today, Tim. Thanks for having me, mate. Uh, excited to share and hope they can give some uh, value bombs to uh, the viewers, the gym owners, personal trainers, um, wherever you're at and whatever you're doing. I'm sure I could help you out with some stories. Well, it's, you're certainly the man with the experience. We're going to dive into that more as we go along. But before we, we get into that, where are you based out of and what's your business model, Tim? So I'm in Perth, um, Western Australia, most isolated city in the world, uh, they say. Uh, business model is uh, small group, semi-private style strength and conditioning. So think like collegiate um, USA strength and conditioning. We kind of run that with a general pop flair uh, in Perth. Gotcha. Right. And I mean, we'll, we'll dive into the nuts and bolts of of what you just described there, uh, but you've had a, a, a shift in your business model um, recently too, which we're going to talk about as well. Before we dive into that, what, where was the business before you started working with MPE? Yeah, so before we started working with MPE, it was, I remember looking at my profit and loss and it was a couple of years where it was like pretty similar. Um, it was like three years, it was pretty similar and I was like, you know what, maybe I need like a a coach, a really good coach at that. Um, and I was like, cool, I had a really good experience with MP last time we worked together. Um, Sean and yourself were great coaches. So I thought, uh, maybe I'll reach out, had a chat with you. Um, things were good. And then I, automatically when I did the business assessments, I noticed there was heaps of flaws in my business from like a sales point of view, marketing point of view, systems, processes, procedures, which was good to kind of just be like, all right, this is the problems. Um, here's the solution. Sean and the MPE crew can definitely help me out with those. Um, so then plugged away at those. I go, when I could do something, I go pretty hard at it. So I had most of the stuff um, figured out pretty quickly. Um, and then the coaching since has been pretty good. Uh, but yeah, since then, we went crazy. Um, I think we were with MPE for three months before COVID hit. Um, we were going nuts. I think we like nearly doubled the business in, in that three month period. Um, we were getting towards like some really good big numbers each week. Um, I think before COVID we were doing about 12K a week, um, which was big um, for where we were at for a small kind of smallish um, facility in, in Perth. Um, and then yeah, COVID-19 hit and everyone got kicked. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big challenge, and, and obviously we're still in it, still working through it. You mentioned yeah. there, obviously, that you had that huge growth, and I remember at the time one of the significant things that happened was to really upskill your team on their ability to show people the value and, and get those really committed clients. Can you share a little bit about what that was like training the team on the sales process? Yeah, so uh, MPE have the auto closer, which is a really good sales system, um, which we've adopted. Um, and also the videos on training the sales, because the bottleneck was that I can't call 150 people, you know, for inquiries. It's got to be outsourced to the team. Um, so it was kind of up leveling the team in the sales process, how to do it, objection handling, all those types of things so they can handle it. So currently my business, I don't do any sales at all um, at the moment. And my team run all the sales and we have our best 
um, sales month ever last month um, and I didn't do any of the sales and that was all just down to training the team to make sales and MPE system helped me out with that heaps. So I'm sure a, a lot of people are just just spilt their, their their coffee or their tea. So let's just go back over there again. You train the team. And, and as we know in this industry, not a lot of trainers are passionate about selling. A lot of them have got you know, issues or concerns or, or, or beliefs that are outdated about that. So you're able to get your team to really take on that role and, and yeah. have a really good go at it. And now you're not doing any of the sales and you had your best sales month ever last month and you were not involved with any of them. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. Um, so I handle more of the marketing stuff at the moment. Um, so I trained up my head coach in it. She's quite passionate about it. I put in um, a commission-based structure into it. So for every sale they make, they get commission um, for like our intro deal. And then on top of that, they get um, of the reoccurring revenue, they get a split of that as well. So there is like a financial incentive of it. And then obviously we've set targets. So if we hit each target, they get incentives, incentives, incentives. So like, I guess... Yeah, they're very passionate about the product as well, which helps heaps. Um, so we had head coach, trained head coach in sales. She helped me train our 2RC coach. And then we hired a sales guy who's um, commission only. Um, so we have three people that make sales now. So if anyone goes down, we can still handle the quality of leads that we need to grow. Because as everyone's aware, you know, um, fitness businesses to grow, the number one thing is to make sales. Even if we have like a 5 to 10% churn rate after a year, all our clients are going to be gone on that and we're going to have to replace those clients to even just maintain. Yeah. Well, that's a big one. And we talked about, you know, you mentioned the auto closer sales system and how it's really aligned your team because they're passionate about the service, but they also now recognize that that's about inspiring potential clients to make that commitment. So you end up with a better renewal process and they stay for longer, but you've got a great community as well that are all really mm. committed to getting the results. Yeah. Which, is, yeah, which is fantastic. So um, we, we talked about COVID, obviously that hitting and throwing a bit of a spanner in the works and that's caused a lot of businesses to really reassess the service delivery and what they're looking to do and how they're looking to do it. And you yourself, Tim, have gone through a bit of a, a metamorphosis, if you like, in terms of that model and you've changed the way that you deliver the service. Tell us more about that. What was the the catalyst to make that decision and then how has that process been? Yeah, so when I first uh, moved back from the States, uh, it was like six years ago, um, I started with MPE shortly after that and uh, I was training like one person at a time, two on one, three on one, four on one, five on one, six on one, seven on one. And then I moved into a big gym and then all of a sudden it's 20 on one. And then uh, we were packing out classes, 20. The next class is showing up. We got 40 people in the building at the same time. And then it's just nonstop like that. It was pretty mental. So it was large group training. Um, we were running like a quite a complex model. And we just got to a point where it was like crazy music, you know, drum and bass, shirts off, people going nuts. We still do that stuff. But um, I thought to myself, it was like the quality of what we do can't be shown because there's too many people. So we can't coach that many people anymore for the product that we wanted to have. So the metamorphosis was, um, I was like, cool. So the new restrictions had come in and we were only allowed to train um, with the square meters which we had we only trained nine people so i just rebuilt the gym got everything set up nine squat racks we've got enough weights for nine stations everything was about nine so our um, max capacity now is nine people per class from 20 
Um, and then we've changed from large group training to small group, semi-private, depending on the session and who's in it. Um, along with that, we run like open gym, 24 hour, kind of you can come and do your own thing on top of that as well, um, just as some extra value adds. And then we increase the price by about 30% on most memberships, um, which has been good and it's allowed us to, yeah, it's allowed us to, give more value to the client um, in terms of coaching. The coaching time has essentially doubled, um, which has been definitely a good thing. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because the the volume aspect of a, a larger group training model is, is certainly appealing, whether it's sort of, you know, the, I know yours wasn't boot camp style, it's much more uh, coach specific than that, but it's, it, it's a challenge in this current period, isn't it? Because with the restrictions that are in place and, and reviewing models. And as you said, which I think is a key point there, the quality of coaching can't be what you want it to be. And that, that specific adjustment and technique and motivation and cues, etc., doesn't yeah. allow you to over deliver. So it's a big shift though. I mean, that's a yeah. shift for your team. It's a shift for your existing clients too. Tell us more about that process and how that works. Yeah, just on that, I was like with large group training, you just get lumped into like that. You like you just get lumped into the boot camp, F forty five, CrossFit, like that kind of category. And we were like so different to that. I thought we were different. Um, the market probably said we weren't that different, but now we are different because we hold way less people. In terms of the shift for the team, like to be honest, it was chaos at the time. I mean, I announced it and everyone was like freaking out, man. Like my head coach was like probably the only person that was backing me um, in the process and was like, yeah, we can do this. And everyone else like my clients, like my family, like my friends were like, what are you doing, mate? Like this is not going to be a good move. And then I just stuck to my guns, practiced faith, had some courage, one of the um, MPE core principles, did it. It was an absolute, um, yeah, I'm probably not going to swear on this, but it was chaos at the time. Um, for the, the first week, there was there was some stuff that went on. Um, but yeah, it was a big shift. Um, classes were a lot quieter. Obviously, we had a, a bit of turnover at the time. Um, took us, yeah, probably about 10 weeks to really get back on our feet um, after that big loss, um, well, not big loss of clients, but loss of clients to get us back up to the revenue levels we were previously. But now we've rebuilt. The systems are good. The margins are good. The processes are good. The amount of people in classes is good. Um, so from a business point of view, it was a good thing to do, but I definitely did chop off my leg for a second there and hope it grew back and it did grow back, which was fantastic. Well, that's, I really appreciate you, you being so open with that as well, because a lot of people don't make mis decisions because because of that influence that you mentioned, your family, your friends, those outside are saying, well, you know, no, no, no. Um, but I love how you, you brought in the, you know, the success principles in terms of having courage and practicing faith. And, um, and it was a bit scary because clearly you did lose some clients because it's a shift. And as you mentioned, I mean, you increased the prices by 30%. So yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, a big chunk there. So, yeah. and this is all during COVID, right? So when other business is shutting down, um, you're uh, remodeling. Yeah, we like we reopened and we had so many clients that we couldn't even like sessions were so busy because um, everyone was like off for like eight weeks or something, and then they wanted to train, and then we could only have nine people in a class anyway, and then the money math just wasn't right, and then Sean the um, owner of MPE was like, dude, you just got to do it. And I was like, oh man, I didn't want to do it. My anxiety wasn't sleeping. Like it was scary as, um, and then I did it, but yeah, pure chaos. Oh, well done.
well done because look, it's a it's a shift that, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of businesses are looking to do now because, as you quite rightly pointed out, you know the churn. People are going to leave, and you've got to just ramp the marketing so much with a service which isn't as personalised, which is why a lot of people are moving to that that smaller group or that semi-private model. And clearly, from an administrative point you're dealing with less than half the number of people. So it's a complex work and management, right? Man, it has been fantastic since we did it. Like, it was great. Usually I'd get like, you know, a couple of shitty messages on Sunday. People like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Like, I want to cancel, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, anyone that stayed is an absolute legend. Haven't had a single cancel since we implemented it. Haven't had a single, like, message of anyone. Like, everyone shows up. Attendance rates are awesome. Everyone's happy. There's good vibes in the gym. None of those, like, bad clients that you typically get with a lower price point um, service, which is great. I knew they were all going to go, which was kind of, like, relieving. Uh, But, yeah, it's been probably one of the best things I ever did for business. So let, let's just recap on that for a second because this is important numbers here. You, you're going through the COVID situation. You've been compromised in terms of the, the type of service that you can deliver because of government mandates. Um, you've recognised that you wanted and needed to make a, a, a model change anyway. So you've moved to a maximum of nine per class, delivered a much more premium quality of service. You've increased your prices by 30% and you lost a, a chunk of clients but you stayed true to your your vision and you've now yeah. come out the other side with far less headaches, better quality clients, more committed clients and the community is even stronger and your revenues jumped up to, to you know, to back to where you were prior to the COVID. I know you said... Yeah, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close. Yeah, the sales numbers are, are coming in, but like we're converting just as many sales now as we were previously pre-COVID and that is with a 30% increase in price point. The only people that were pissed off were like current clients on grandfather rates and that weren't really committed anyway. So, yeah. And that's a, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because a lot of people know that or they feel that they need to put their prices up and need to charge more, but there, there really is that worry that you're going to lose everyone from what mm. you're saying. You lost some of those who weren't a good fit anyway, but now yeah. that you've got the sales system in place and your team are using it, you can show anyone the value and you're getting that much more committed client. Yeah. We, I just printed out our client list and then just went through and like highlighted the ones that I knew would be like 100% in. And then I just color coded it. And then I had like a, we'll be okay. Number will be good number. And then we'll be really good number. And yeah, it was, it was near the bottom of that, but you know, we, we were okay. We survived. Well, and it's a significant shift, isn't it? Because, you know, it's an incredibly challenging period and some of the people listening to this will be wondering whether they're going to make it out of this COVID situation and whether it's actually going to keep the business afloat. Whereas, as you said, you've got the right margins. You're rewarding the staff. The staff are on board with the new model. Everyone's delivering a better service and your reputation is growing in the community as well. So what what were some of the lessons that you learned from going through that model change, Tim? I'd say like, just make sure you're a premium price service because um, you will avoid the bottom feeders and headaches. Um, I've never had dramas from people that were in the higher price point memberships. They were always way more chill um, with everything and they were way less hassle. Um, The other lessons probably would be like open communication um, with 
clients and just being as transparent and upfront as possible uh, throughout the period. I was very transparent with my members through the whole period. I was basically just told them like, this is not going to work and we were going to go bankrupt if we had to keep doing the same thing. Um, I think in like these times, it was, it was important for us to be transparent. The other thing was um, just to show leadership because in a time everyone was, there's a lot of sheep, not everyone wants to be a sheep, but people want to be sheep and you need to be a leader and there has to be a leader in each community. Um, and that generally people are looking towards the owner and the coaches for you to be leaders if they don't have leaders in their life. And then leadership for me as the owner of the business was super important to my staff. Um, so I usually just go head first into things and then everyone else just falls behind and things just work out. So they'd probably be my top three. It's great to have that awareness as well about your own role in this and because it is a scary time in people's and everyone's communities, right? It's a lot of people living with that stress, worry and fear. And there's a lot of people thinking, well, I can't grow my business right now because people won't pay that sort of money in terms of the price. You know, those who have got an existing bootcamp model, what would you say to that for those who are fearing that they, they couldn't put prices up otherwise they, they wouldn't be able to attract the right people or enough people? that are fearing it yeah I, I just do your calculations in like worst case scenarios um and if that works out but like generally if you're providing enough of a service and value to people um it's going to justify it especially with the relationship component so you know value equals client experience plus results plus relationship if you have a really good relationship you are getting results and there is a client experience the value is up and that could justify a higher price point depends how you word it and do the wording and communication with the clients etc but like it's definitely in terms of you got to do business for your clients, but you got to do business for you as well. And if the money math doesn't work out for you, what's the point in having a business? Hey guys, thanks for listening to our interview with MPE Pro Mastermind member, Tim Frey. Hey, at MPE, we know you want to own a fitness business that allows you to help more people while fulfilling your personal and professional goals. But to do that, you need more clients, more profits, and a great team that cares about serving your clients as much as you do. Listen, we know figuring this stuff out on your own isn't easy, and we feel your pain. At MPE, we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. Since 2006, MPE has helped over 45,000 fitness professionals, studio and gym owners in 96 countries to grow their business, take home more money and live their dream lifestyle. We've been recognized eight times on the 505,000 list of fastest growing companies and we're a global team with offices in Los Angeles, London and Sydney. Here's how we help fitness businesses grow. So first, we quickly assess where you and your business are at right now Second, together we identify the biggest opportunities to create an immediate impact on your business and develop a strategic plan. Third, we give you the systems, tools and coaching you need to implement and drive results. So look, learn more about getting the support you need to win by scheduling a free Get Clarity Fitness Business Strategy Session now at npefitness.com forward slash win. Look, this is a 60-minute private call with all of your individual questions answered at no charge. In the meantime, you can check out our free articles, business guides, and podcast at npfitness.com forward slash learn. But look, listen, don't continue grinding away losing money. Get the strategy and plan you need to win at npfitness.com forward slash win. We really look forward to meeting you and speaking with you soon.
Yeah, it's a great point. And obviously, you, you, you recognised earlier that you had to change, um, and you did, which was, yeah. which was awesome. So, um, your staff and obviously on board, they're well trained in the operations. You mentioned that you're doing more of the marketing side of things. How important was it to reanalyze who your ideal client was and make sure that all of your messaging and content was appealing more to that uh, higher level client, but the client who spends more with you? Yeah, it hasn't, like in terms of our messaging, um, I just, yeah, I go through the um, client avatar sheets with MPE um, and then I would write out like our two main demographics. Um, so it'd be the male and female demographics and just their pains, gains, wants, needs, desires, what they think they need, what they actually need. Um, and then basically we would craft our marketing message around each of those. Um, so we have one of my coaches handles our social media and I give him both those sheets and then he has tasks and stuff that he needs to complete per day according to our target market. He will go and do the social media and then I will write email copy and ad copy and those type of things to those. But generally like the way our stuff is branded, it's more like a performance kind of thing, like snatch, clean, you know, muscle ups, handstands, those types of things. And then the imaging around our copy is performance with you know fit people so people can see that it is a little bit different to what is out there at the moment i guess with the premium feel and look does come the price tag and i think most people are quite aware of that because it's an interesting one isn't it? a lot of people in time of crisis uh, that they instead of being brave and uh, and as you did analyze the numbers in the business um, then they'll get very nervous and they'll want to pull back how many people have decreased their prices right now yeah. um still Bad moves. yeah lost as many clients as as you did um because you know people get fearful and now they've got a, a business which is you know racing uh, to, to, to the bottom um and yeah. To the bottom. yeah exactly so I've, that's it like knowing your numbers like you know the kpis and you know monthly metrics and that kind of stuff if you know the money math of the business and what the profit is and what's going out and what's coming in. It's much easier to make decisions. I think like you guys say with business owners that don't know how much is coming in, how many leads, sales, prospects, all those type of things, you'll be like, you know, stuck in a boat without a paddle because you have no idea and you're fighting blind. And in these situations that there's so much pessimism out there that people are going to be thinking the worst anyway. So like even without actually knowing the true numbers of things, you could probably going to think it's way worse than it actually is. And then that's going to guide your decisions. Cause I don't, that's like, before I get on my team meeting every week on Monday morning, I do our numbers and I'm like, Oh, that was a much better week than I thought it was. Uh, because just the natural pessimism of the time at the moment. But yeah, things are, things are generally going to be all good once you analyze the numbers or you know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point that you meant there and that you made. The other one too is, the staff and a lot of people are fearful that they're going to lose staff or and that's a just a, that's not during a covid situation that's part certainly part of the problem but just in general you talked about getting the staff really engaged with the numbers in the business as well not that they they know spreadsheets and that sort of stuff but you talked about having those commission-based incentives depending on what the business does for success and how you're yeah. sharing that can you just tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So in terms of numbers, we do go through numbers every week. Um, so we have a Monday morning meeting at 11 a.m. All staff are on it. This is a Zoom meeting. Um, I'll go through the KPIs of the business and individual KPIs of every staff member. So it's like number of clients, sales, trial sold, you know, trial value, ad spend, cost per lead, all those type of things. So everyone's aware of the fluctuations and how we did. And then I'll rate our last week on like an A, B, 
B plus, C plus kind of level. And then we'll go through the individual KPIs. In terms of um, the commission structure, so they'll get um, all our onboarding is done in six week blocks. So we have a full onboarding process for six weeks for new clients. Um, so let's say it's the first initial assessment, then they'll have the nutrition assessment, two week check-in, four week check-in, six week check-in, and then that'll be their accountability coach for that period. So they'll get a fee for signing that person up. Um, and commission and then they have the opportunity to on sell them into a three six or twelve month membership where they also get a commission for as well so um just depending on which one the person joins up for so they've got two opportunities for each person to make a sale and then any referrals they get off that person as well so they get their wage or they get their hourly or they get whatever they've got and then they've got other opportunities depending on how hard they want to work um, for making money as well it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because a lot of people are super fearful of sharing numbers in the business because they think that the staff, if you're successful, then they're going to demand more money or, you know, there's going to be a revolt and mutiny on your hands. What did you find with being becoming really transparent? You mentioned being really transparent in communication with your clients, but how's that been for staff, especially with the numbers? Yeah, that's been fine. I guess it depends on the staff. There are certain type of people that want more. Um, and then I guess like I've got no problem with giving up a percentage of the business to a good coach or staff member or someone that wants to take it a little bit further. Having a small piece of something huge is fantastic, better than having a small piece of, or a big piece of something small. Um, so yeah, I've got no, no problems with that. For me, like my biggest thing is, is having something that changes a lot of people's lives. And, you know, we want to, change 10,000 people's lives. I know I can't do that by myself. I know I need a team to do that. So I'm willing to give up pieces of the pie. My coaches and team, they're not stupid. They, they know that it's cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars to open this facility and it's taken me 10 years to do it. Like it's not, it's not an overnight thing. And then on top of that, they got to learn sales, marketing, finance, tactics, all those types of things um, on top of it. Uh, but yeah, like being transparent has been, it's been good. I don't tell them the exact number that we make. Um, but I say like, here's our clients, here's our trial. They could probably work it out or get close yeah. to working it out. But on that, like business has so many expenses, like a brick and mortar facility. Like people, people can do the money math and be like a hundred times a hundred means he's making 10 grand a week. So Tim's taking home 10 grand a week, but people aren't that silly. They know that there are like lots of outgoings that go in there. Yeah. I think that's really impressive. And obviously you've, you've created a community, not just amongst your members, but that smaller community amongst your staff who you know, everyone's supporting everyone as well. And you're all working towards that common goal and they're clear on what that is. And like we know with fitness, right? If we don't have a goal to work towards, what are we really doing? And it's all a bit aimless. Whereas when you're sharing those numbers every Monday, everyone knows what you're trying to achieve. And I think that's a, that's a great significant adjustment in the mindset of a lot of business owners. Yeah. So we, yeah, we have our like, we have our 2020 goal, which we tick off every Monday. We're like, cool. We're at X number and we're going for 198 members on this service. And then every week we're ticking it off. We go through the churn rate, who left, why they left. Is there anything we can do to keep them? You know, those type of things. So I, I feel like speaking those things out with my client, uh, my, my uh, coaches is much better than just holding it in and talking to the brick wall because business is super lonely and you've got to have people to talk to and share the passion with. 100%. And as you quite rightly pointed out, to make the difference in the community that you want to in terms of the health and wellness, you can't do it on your own. And you've got to make sure we've got the right people on board. And it certainly sounds like you've got that. Yeah, 100%. Transparency is key. Yeah. And, and that's for, an interesting for me. one, too. I mean, it, you've mentioned a couple of things. And 
it's quite obvious why you are such a good leader because you're also prepared to be vulnerable as well and say yeah. when you, you made mistakes, um, which then creates a, a nurturing, supportive um, atmosphere and, and allows other people to, to feel okay when they make mistakes because we're going to do it, right? We're all, it's all going to happen at one stage or another. So all of that being said, I mean, there is still a lot of, of fear and worry and stress in the industry as a whole and individual business owners right now who are worrying about whether they can actually make it work and certainly thinking about whether they need to change their model and, and how do they need to make those shifts, but very fearful of doing it. What would your advice be for those who are in our industry now and have an existing business and uh, are struggling either with the situation that COVID had placed on them, or maybe they were even struggling before. What what advice would you have for them? I said, talk to someone that's not in your circle of friends and has no emotional investment in you or your business. Um, getting outside advice is going to be key for that. Uh, all the time when I'm looking for advice on you know a new project or my business or something, I try to look for someone that's not in my circle of friends or my girlfriend or my partner or whatever, because there is such an emotional attachment to the business that you're not going to get a logical answer. And like fitness businesses are the most emotional businesses ever. Everyone has a feeling about it. And you definitely don't want to talk about feelings when you've got business because business is data, number, sales, profit, loss, all those types of things, and they're not an emotional topic. So my number one piece of advice for anyone if they want to make change is talk to a third person or an outside consultant about it, someone that's been there and done that. And there's plenty of fake gurus out there. And uh, let me tell you, the MP not a fake guru. Um, they will give you some unbiased advice on what they think is best for your business, which is good. Um, even if like that's not it, talk to someone that's doing business in something else that is not related to your business at all. That's also probably someone good to talk to. Yeah, great advice. You know, someone successful, sorry. I don't talk to an, a failing business. That's a, that's a key point. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't get trained by someone who's, you know, overweight and has poor dietary habits and, uh, you know, those sorts of things. The same when it comes to business, we work with those are successful. Look, it's been... What, what would you add to that, Rick? Sorry. Oh, look, I, th I mean, I think that's a great one. I think you mentioned it earlier, you know, people need to, to have courage and practice, sorry, um, yeah, have courage and practice faith. You know, we, we need to make sure that if our existing model is not working, we've got to have the courage to review it and think about how we can do things in a different way. Um, you know, we have a lot of businesses who are, are coming from that, that boot camp, that CrossFit, that larger group model, and they're realising that right now it's either not doable for them to, to do that due to the COVID-19 restrictions or they actually realised that it wasn't working well anyway and they were just doing it because they didn't know what else to do. So I think mm. you're absolutely right. Analyzing those numbers is critical and knowing what is your break even, what does success mean for you and, and what would put you uh, in the in the red as well. And then mm. set that right agenda and move forward with the right tools and as you mentioned, the right support coaching. You know, it's amazing to me how many coaches, you know, because we all we coach, we coach our clients, but how many of them don't have a coach themselves? When you look at the most successful people, and Anthony Robbins has a coach, um, you know, mm. and everyone who is successful has that, uh, which is a big thing too. So, well, look, it's been awesome watching your growth and development, Tim, and you as a as a person, as a leader as well. I know you've had some stressful times there too, especially in that no, chaos. <laughs> chaos. chaos. Uh, which 
which a lot of people, it would have knocked them, um, you know, for a six basically and, and thrown them off track. But you stayed to your beliefs and, you know, you, you did. You, you looked for support for those people who weren't in your immediate circle and that, that obviously helped. So um, really appreciate your time today and being so open and sharing with others. There's lots of people who will be super inspired by this because they are really struggling and they often don't know what is the issue and, and where do I need to make the change. So to see you and to have you as a, a success story during this period. And just one last question, actually, before we go. I mean, you've obviously I was, made it. I was going to add something as well. <laughs> if there is a problem, look within because the answer is always within and you know the answer. Deep down, everyone knows the problem and everyone knows the answer and everyone's got the solution to whatever problem they have. Well said. Sometimes we need to dig real deep, don't we, to actually get to yeah. look at things that we don't necessarily want to. I was just going to ask one last question before we wrap up. So there's, there's businesses, obviously, that uh, have made a, a shift in this period, and yours is one of them. You had to make that pivot, and you did, and you've done it successfully. How do you think this has positioned you for when the restrictions change and when things sort of open up again and uh, and that fear in the community maybe isn't as prevalent. Do you feel like you've, you've because of the, the lack of competition for one, but do you feel like you've put yourself in a really position to now grow to the next level and go way beyond what you were doing prior to COVID? Yeah, all things are pointing that way. I think like currently I, I just think, I'm thinking like week by week rather than month by month because yeah, like, to be honest, man, I'm in Perth, and it's almost like the virus hasn't been here. So, like, we had mild cases, like, not much going on. And then we were the first state open, probably, like, one of the first places in the world from lockdown to when we reopened. And ever since then, we've had, like, three cases. So, in terms of, like, the economics um, of business, and obviously, like, when the economy does well, people spend money, and then, you know, we come through. But then when economics are bad, it's more of a free market. So, people are going to spend money, but they're going to spend it at better places. So, I feel like it hasn't affected us too much. Um in terms of going forward, we will be in a great position to go forward. Um, I think taking ownership and action right now is the best time to do it. So if there's going to be a change, you may as well do it right now um, right. rather than just waiting till things start blowing up and then, you know, you're building a house on shitty foundations. Um, but yeah, I'd say like getting it done right now is probably going to be key and it's put us in a good spot, definitely. Uh, but I'm not sure on the actual effects of it because Perth has been a haven. Well, it's interesting. I mean, as you know, because of the uh, the nature of the coaching and being in that group environment, you know that there's others uh, who have made that shift and change as well. Um, you know, I think of the uh, Raf and, and Lachlan from Creature Fitness and the Mind Muscle Project, and and there's been others as well who have made a shift. You know, you mentioned F45 as well, and it's interesting how those people are now coming out of this in an even stronger position in the market because the competition some businesses have closed uh, and yeah. the restrictions on some of those other facilities have meant that they've, they're out of business. Um, but I love Time will tell. Like, we will see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, there's probably a few gyms around us that close, um, but I think they were just like, with all the government support and that, they're just hanging in. They're just going punch by punch at the moment. We'll see when the support runs out who's there. We were talking about that, weren't we, before we sort of jumped on camera here, and it, it's going to be interesting to see who comes through this because I think it's it's uh, it's given the industry a huge shake up in terms of health and fitness, and there's some people who maybe weren't doing things very well who were just hanging in there, as you said, and you know 
that's going to yeah. it's going to really prove those who are absolutely committed to making this uh, a career and a, and a business and a successful one and, and having that impact they want. So um, that's awesome. Well, look, thank you so much for your time, Tim. And just before we go, we did we did we missed it at the start, but your, your you mentioned that your business is located in Perth. And what is that business name, Tim? Called Helix Gym, uh, H-E-L-I-X Gym, G-Y-M. I was going to say J-I-M. Um, no, Helix Gym, um, traditional. Um, www.helixsp.com is our website. And we're on Instagram at Helix Gym. Um, that's probably where we're most active. Um, check us out, rate our copy, see what you think. <laughs> see if we uh, hit those target markets. Well, that's great stuff. I mean, look, I'm sure there's a bunch of people be jumping on now and Googling it as well because we all need good leaders and, and good examples of success. And you're certainly one of those. So thank you so much for your time, Tim. It's been awesome. And we'll look forward to, to continue to coach you to make sure the business gets you to that lifestyle that you and your partner and that fairly monstrous dog of yours wants. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been great. All right, we'll speak to you soon, Tim. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Rick. So great interview with Tim. Uh, loved hearing all the conversation you had, particularly around just Tim's willingness to, you know, face that fear. I think it's a really scary thing when you talk about making big shifts in your business. And very often, you know, we get to points in every business's life cycle uh, where you've got to make a decision now. And if you don't, one's going to be made for you, meaning you're going to go out of business. Uh, and uh, it's tough when your back is up against the wall, but that's when you get to find out who you are. You get to find out what you're made of as an entrepreneur uh, and you get to become a stronger business owner. Uh, so, uh, you know, fantastic interview and uh, just gold you pulled out of that. It's amazing, isn't it? And I think this really sums up that old adage that a lot of businesses live by, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, that's a losing game, isn't it? Because we've got to be one step ahead. And Tim could see that it wasn't working and he knew deep down that it wasn't right for his model and his philosophy. Um, but he had so many challenges and so many naysayers um, telling him, no, just you know, play it safe. Just amazing to see what he was able to do and, and taking that quick action, not getting paralysis through over-analysis is such a strength of Tim's and for all of you listening you know we must take massive action and sometimes it won't be perfect and it won't always be done as strategically as we want to but that's much better than having that decision made for you absolutely well thanks as always for listening to the NPE secrets to their success podcast we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry Listen, if you want a plan to help grow your business to the next level, then head on over to npefitness.com slash win. Uh, we'll quickly assess where you and your business are right now. We'll help you identify the biggest opportunities to create an immediate impact on your business and develop a strategic plan. And three, we're going to give you the systems, tools, and coaching you need to implement and drive results. Learn more about getting the support you need to win by scheduling a free Get Clarity Fitness Business Strategy Session now at npefitness.com slash win. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.